Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And my guests have been incredibly inspiring, insightful, informative. And I know my guest today is bringing more of the same, I'm going to call it yumminess. She is a business scale expert, trained as a lawyer. She's close to 20 plus years of experience scaling organizations and businesses. Currently works as a management consultant with Fortune 500 companies, family-owned companies, and startup businesses to achieve sustainable growth, profitability, brand dominance, and digital transformation. Many consider her to be a digital futurist. Her expertise includes, but is not limited to, business model innovation, intellectual property licensing, franchising, mergers, and acquisitions, turnarounds, and exits. Her long mission is to help millions make millions. To achieve that end, her goal for the next decade, 2020 to 2030, is to launch multiple business accelerators and a private equity fund that targets underrepresented founders. She is the CEO of New Day Consulting Systems, an accomplished author and speaker She's a graduate of the University of Virginia with a degree in foreign affairs and a graduate of the University of Virginia School of Law. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, Kimberly Bonner. How are you today? I am so well. Thank you so much for inviting me today. What an amazing bio. And this is the this is the cliff note version, y'all, of, of her bio, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Our pages and pages of more of your accomplishments, but that was really fun to read, Kimberly. I was, oh, that was real and trying to listen and focus and not mess up. Like, wow, a digital futurist. I don't even think I've heard those two words put together <laughs> that way in this context. What was your experience listening to me reflect back to you? your accomplishments and your vision and your mission. How did that feel to you? I felt very fortunate and very, very just grateful. Just grateful that I have a gift, you know, I have some gifts and I've been able to use them. And as time goes on, doors continue to open for me. And I'm just really, really grateful. And I'm also cognizant of the fact that I'm not particularly special. I know, um, just like, you know, you probably think of your grandmother and your grandparents and your ancestors. I, I know that there were people in my family line that were far smarter than I am. 
So I never get too hyped up on the talent piece. I just really am humbled and grateful by the opportunities I've been given. And I'm just really, really, really grateful for those opportunities. So when I read my bio or I hear my bio read, I'm just filled with gratitude. And that's probably the number one emotion that I have, just gratitude. That's wonderful. I, you know, I take the time to read the bios of my guests. And if this was an entirely other page attached to what I did share, I would have read it because, you know, you have taken the time to become this amazing person and to do this uh, incredible work. And I am sure you had to take the time to invest energy, money, tears, I'm sure, so much sacrifice to become your personal and professional best. So this at the top of our conversation is an opportunity for you know me to celebrate you and to highlight you and to shine the light on this wonderful work that you do and to give you what I like to call an affirmation bath and say thank you for taking this path and this journey because you didn't have to. You could have taken your law degree and then <laughs> somewhere in somebody's corporate law division, oh, yes. you get off work, go home and, you know, live your wonderful to yourself life. But you have taken your gifts and put them in a space where you're able to serve other people. And that's a wonderful thing. So thank you for Aww. that. Yeah, got you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, you are welcome. You're welcome. Who are you at your core, Kimberly? If you take away, you know, your degrees, your accomplishments, your goals, like who are you at your core? Who is Kimberly? At my core, I'm a person of strong faith. Mm-hmm. I'm a person who really, really is um, if, if when I look back over my life, people don't see, to your point, the difficulties and they don't see the, the scars and they don't see the, the sacrifice and they don't see the suffering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. um, they see the glory. They really don't see the story. They see the nice smile. They see the person who has a really strong sense of humor, but they don't see the iceberg. Wow. That is underneath all of that. And, you know, I'm an overcomer of tremendous stuff. And I can't really give myself credit for it. You know, it's grace, it's opportunity, it's gifts, it's talents, it's being born in the family I happen to be born in, mm-hmm. but there's just a lot, there's a lot to Kimberly Bonner. Like there's a lot to Vicki Johnson. Mm-hmm. Our stories are complicated, but they're stories of triumph and they're stories of overcoming. Yes. Because when I look back over my life, man, I, 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 I kind of, not to brag a little bit, but I'm just like, I'm a miracle. I'm a miracle. And I, you know, I used to work for a judge used to say, Kim is not bragging if it's true. And I'm, I mean, I just, I know I'm a miracle. I I just, 
I, I just long for the day though, when people like me aren't miracles. Yeah. And people like you aren't miracles. Yeah. That we can have these incredibly powerful bios and opportunities. And we just, we don't chalk it up to the fact that, you know, we're incredibly fortunate, miraculous beings on, on the planet. But I just, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very aware of the fact that there are a lot of people who faced a lot of things that were similar to me and they're just, they're not still standing. And I am, and I'm very grateful for that. So good. I mean, everybody just take a deep breath because <laughs> I know that is resonating with so many people who are listening. I am a miracle. Yes, I am. I am a miracle. And as you said, people often only see the glory without understanding the iceberg. There's so much more beneath the surface of of what is going on. That was beautiful, Kimberly. Oh, thank you, Vicky. Yeah, I loved how you put that together. Who inspires you? Where do you glean your inspiration? As you can kind of tell, based on my responses earlier, um, it's a it's a combination. It's a combination of my family, um, the people that raised me, my personal history, my family's personal history, and also faith. It's a combination of that. A lot of people kind of look to superstars and and people who've made a lot of money or very famous. And that's, you know, that's great. Whatever works for you. It's impressive to see people and their accomplishments. But for me, I, I'm very fortunate to have had, you know, a mom who wrote down our family history and kind of was very, very adamant that we understood where we came from. And I had no idea how powerful that's that's our origin story would be. Yeah. Until I was uh, faced with incredible odds, almost dying in 2010, um, dealing with uh, a layoff in 2013, having to start my own business as a black woman um, without serious, you know, capital resources behind me, having to deal with the sudden death of my father having to relocate because of his death, having to take care of an elderly mom without really the kind of vast resources necessary to do that. And so I had to kind of look back at my family history in order to move forward into the future and also have a lot of faith that, you know, the same God who came through for my ancestors Uh who saw far worse is certainly able to handle my situation. So that's really, that's what I've pulled on consistently, consistently for most of my adult life, faith and family. Faith and family and family history. I am here for it. All of those things just are nourishing to me, even in this moment. And Even my connecting with you is serendipitous, and I know it's so divine and such a God connection because your dad was my high school principal. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, you know, I, I can remember my first experience going to Red Lobster. <laughs> Bring the Red Lobster story back, Mickey. Oh, God. Yeah, it was your dad taking the, the basketball team who he had won the state championship for the girls basketball in Florida. He took us to Red Lobster and, and it happened like three times. And those are those are like dinosaur imprints in, in my soul <laughs> and psyche, because that was my first experience, really going to Red Lobster. And he was so proud of us. No nonsense direct didn't play like you better not be caught in the halls of Diller High School and Amos Bonner was walking around between classes you you better have a hall pass young man <laughs> I can hear him now see him with those black rim glasses I loved and love and appreciate and honor your dad who is now our ancestor but for for us to connect at this point in our lives come on I know it. I'm getting chills like I have chill bumps over my entire body right now. Only only could have been orchestrated by something bigger than both of us. So I know very much so can appreciate all of that. Understanding Kimberly that, you know, we learn many lessons over the course of our lifetime. And you've had a myriad of experiences If you as you just shared briefly. Can you share a lesson that you have learned that caused you to pivot? One of your greatest lessons that you can share with our audience that caused you to pivot? Uh, there are seasons, life, life has seasons. Mm-hmm. And there are people and things in your life for a season. And then sometimes there are people in your life for a reason. But when you kind of hold on to people and things for beyond the season, the intended, their intended season, many times you can abort your purpose and your destiny. And it's really, really hard to, you don't really understand that until you get some years under your belt, like you and I. Uh, and and sometimes, you know, it's the pain of, you know, losing a job, you know, and you think to yourself, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I thought I would retire in that situation. But you you, you don't realize that that job was for a season mm-hmm. and for you to really move and walk into your purpose right? And I'm a real big believer in purpose and calling. So for you to walk walk into your calling and to your purpose, you can't do that with with a last season job or last season relationships. But it's so hard to let go of the comfortable. It's so hard to let go of the security or the perceived security of last season's things or last season's relationship. The problem is last season's thing and last season's relationship can become a prison if you're not careful. And literally you end up not where you're supposed, you know, not where you're supposed to end up. So I don't know if that's exactly the answer to your question about pivoting, but I, I, I just, 
I've just become very hyper aware of seasons. There really are seasons to everything in life. There are seasons to people and relationships and locations and jobs and volunteer efforts. And you have to be very aware of what season you are in because to hold on to the right thing at the wrong, at the wrong season or Mm -hmm. the right thing at a wrong time is really, really, it can be, it can be a very limiting and circumscribing experience for you as opposed to a liberating, freeing, right? Experience for you. Listen, did y'all get that lesson? Season, (laughs) capital S-E-A-S-O-N-S, write it in bold black letters, seasons. You must discern the season you are in. Listen, that that that's an entire dissertation. Seasons. <laughs> Life has seasons. Know what season you are in. Be willing to let go of last season. Yes. So that you don't rob yourself of the current blessings in this current season. Kimberly Bonner, if we were in church and you were behind a microphone, and you just said that, I would be throwing both of my shoes at you. <laughs> I aim for your head, but I would, I would throw both shoes at you right now and probably grab my neighbor's shoes and sling them right at you. Listen, seasons. Y'all yep. better write that down. There are so true. people, relationships, jobs, volunteer opportunities. Oh my goodness. This, this is rich. See what I'm saying? Wealthy conversations, y'all. This is why I told y'all to keep a notebook next to you because these conversations are transformative. Share, if you will, if you if you can decide which one, I'm sure it'll come to you. Share a moment that changed your life forever. Like after you had that experience, you knew your life would never be the same. It was definitely the almost dying in 2010, Mm. without question. There was like before 2010 (laughs) Uh and there was after 2010. Wow. And everything, everything in my life changed. You know, Vicki, we had a pre-interview, pre-radio conversation about time. Yeah. Right. And as you age, you, you start to put more of a value on time. Well, there's nothing like almost like staring death in the face. Yeah. That gets you real, real focused on the fact that you, tomorrow's not promised. Actually, later on today is not promised. Right. For those of us listening to the broadcast and, you know, after 2020 with COVID-19, everyone should be hyper aware of the limited nature of your time. So my near-death experience, not to go into it, but Went into the hospital, Reston Hospital, for what the doctor said was a routine surgery. I ended up almost bleeding to death. It was during that time. Do you remember? It was Snowmageddon, and there were these nor'easters, and it was like we had like six feet of snow drifts in 2010. I don't know if yes, you remember. Yes, I remember that. that. I do remember that. And so it was snowing on the outside, and it was snowing on the inside. And I, I'll never forget 
feeling incredibly helpless. And I never, I'll never forget laying on my back, literally hearing the sound of like, it's, it, and it almost looked like a gallon of, of my life source blood just being poured out of my body. And the doctors had fled the hospital and were in the middle of the snowstorm going to where you are in Maryland. And so people were in a panic. Um, the anesthesiologist was on the phone. It was straight out of like a horror movie, you know? Wow. Um, and I remember being flat on my back saying to myself, God, this is not how this story ends. This cannot be. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I'm stubborn like that, Vicky. I was like, I refuse to die like this. Yeah. I was like, there's no way I'm going out. So um, after, you know, several months at home, convalescing, getting back to myself, everything changed. And I looked at people very differently. Mm-hmm. friends very differently, my job very differently, my money very differently, my talent very differently, and my time very differently. And I became very on mission and very focused. Yeah. So yeah. people who were wasting my time like suckers or like sucker branches, you know, on a tree, I cut them. <laughs> Some of them, they might be listening to this radio interview and for the first time, they'll be like, that's why (laughs) we stopped talking. Oh, there you go. Now, you know, because Uh they were wasting my time, Vicki. And my time is my life. And it was sad that it took that, but it was really life altering. I call it you know, the blessing of a near-death experience. I hope no one has to go through that, but there is something about staring death in the face to wake you up to the truth of the fact that tomorrow's not promised, later on today is not promised, and whatever you're supposed to be doing, you need to get about the business of doing that and get rid of the distractions, whether those distractions are things or people. You can do it with kindness, do it with respect, do it with love, but you've got to get about you're, you're calling. You yes. don't want to be in a situation where, you know how Miles Monroe, he has that famous book or sermon where he said, when you pass the grave uh, graveyard, it's filled with gifts yes. and it's filled with them. And I thought about that sermon, that classic sermon of his. And I was like, I don't want that to be me. You know what I mean? So that was, that was the life altering event for me. Hmm. Get about your calling and purpose. Cut people who waste your time. That's a good one. Ooh, that's so good. And you Cut. don't have to be cruel about it. You don't have no, to be cruel about it, no. but you just have to say goodbye. You know, you know, I can't continue this. This, It's okay. Love you. I might have to love you from a distance, uh-huh. but you can no longer take my time because my time is my life. Yes. And I only have one life to live. Oh, good. All right. We're winding down. This is so delicious. It's just great. What are you grateful for? This conversation, you, life, health, strength, opportunities. I'm just great. Girl, every day I wake up, every day I wake up, I wake up grateful. So I'm just grateful for everything because I know, I know how close I came, how close I have come to Mm. my story not ending 
this way. And imagine what if I had passed in 2010, we would never, we would have never met. Isn't that crazy, Vicki? Yes, it is. It is. And it speaks to the sovereignty of, of God and the sovereignty of purpose and the sovereignty I will call of serendipity, you know, yes. that when you're in alignment, when you are walking in purpose, on purpose, moments like this happen. This is rich, Kimberly. Thank you so much from the center of my soul, not just my heart, but from the center of my soul. Thank you for this rich, 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 wealthy conversation. How can our listeners connect with you if they want to explore being a client of you to you know, expand their, their digital presence, you know, to achieve sustainable growth, profitability, like you say in your bio, brand dominance, digital transformation. How can our listeners connect with you, hire you to speak, consult, share that information? Thank you so much. Well, Vicki, it's been my pleasure to talk with you as always. Um, my office number is 855 863 3327. And people can reach me at my website. My business website is newdayconsultingsystems.com. Again, my number is 855-863-3327. Thank you, Kimberly Bonner. And thank you for listening to the Soul Wealth Radio Show here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio. I invite you to visit my website, vickijohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at All Things Vicky. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, All Things Vicky Johnson. And Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So I invite you to go out into the world, as Kimberly shared with us, cut people who waste your time. <laughs> Be willing to let go of last season's everything so you can be fully present in this season. Listen, go out into the world, live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.